Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash MI. The butthole. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial Waffle timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today getting involved in the channel it means the absolute world for me and everything you do as well so thank you so much for spending 20 minutes or so here and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first story comes from mindless note 3735 titled am i the asshole for telling my friend she is reaping what she sowed At the beginning of quarantine, my friend Bella, female 30, proposed open marriage to her husband Mike, male 28. The timing was off, obviously, but she had thought about it a lot and said it was the only way for a relationship with Mike to survive because she loved him dearly but felt unfulfilled. Mike hesitantly agreed because he didn't want to lose her. When I asked him about it, he seemed very much not thrilled about the whole thing. Backstory here is that Bella and Mike have known each other since middle school, but only started dating in college, at which point Bella had a lot more experience in relationships. Mike has told me he's always felt like he was one step behind her in most things, but that their marriage really worked and he was very happy with her. Well, during quarantine, the two of them became even closer than they had ever been before. And I think Mike didn't expect Bella to actually go through with the open relationship idea she had proposed. But around three months ago, she brought it back up and then settled on some rules together. Cut forward to an hour ago. It's way past midnight here when Bella calls me crying saying Mike cheated on her. I'm all question marks at that point because Mike would never. She tells me she tried calling Mike all day, but he said he had a date and he hasn't come home yet. I asked her, but wasn't that sort of okay between you two? She sobbingly tells me that yes, that was sort of the deal, but that she hadn't been able to go on a single date with a guy yet because she was so busy with work, being back on now, and that Mike just went ahead with his date as if she meant nothing. That he hadn't disclosed any details to her, which as far as I know was part of their deal. That they didn't want to know any details, and that she felt like it was ridiculing her. I didn't really know what to say and just told her, well honey, I think you just reap what you sowed honestly. She's furious with me and screamed at me for being an awful friend to her, that I should understand how she feels. I kept quiet, but honestly, I think she's just upset that her husband is doing what she proposed in the first place. I haven't talked to Mike yet, but am I the arsehole? Edit, spoke with Mike just now. He said he had an awesome night, but came home to Bella screaming at him and he's feeling incredibly guilty and confused now. Understandably, he'd come by after work to talk. So to me in this situation, it just sounded like... She just wanted it all one way. She's not expecting Mike to actually go on any dates, but she wanted to go out on these relationships, have a bit of fun, was it, on the side? I'm not kind of sure how these relationships work. I know a lot of people do it, and some people are really happy doing it, and that's absolutely fine, but I personally wouldn't be able to do something like that myself, I don't think. And I'm not criticizing it at all, but it just sort of felt like in this particular story, this situation, Bella was quite happy to 
to put this forward and you know make these arrangements but soon as soon as mike went ahead and done it she wasn't happy with it so i got to say you're not the arsehole because you're telling her exactly what's happened she she wanted this and she got it and now she doesn't like it so absolutely not the arsehole from me but let's check out some of the comments to see what they say and we'll start off with windy afternoon who says yeah not the arsehole people always seem to be down for open relationships until they remember their partner can have an open relationship too and Natasha Nail says, not the arsehole. She didn't expect them to actually sleep with other people. She just wanted to sleep with others without being considered cheating. She's really ridiculous and I'm on Mike's side for this one. She wanted an open relationship, so that's what she got. Lol. And then Famous Wasabi says, be careful what you ask for. You might well get it. Your friend felt unfulfilled and wanted someone to meet her needs. She never considered that in an open marriage, both spouses are free to go elsewhere. She said he cheated, but he did no such thing. It isn't cheating in an open marriage. Your friend's reality check just bounced. Not the arsehole. And Toxico Foxo says, not the arsehole, lol, far from it. Tell that girl she shouldn't have proposed in the first place if she wasn't ready for him to do the same thing. And Amy says, not the arsehole. He didn't cheat on her. They had an agreement. She did indeed reap what she sowed and doesn't like it because it didn't go her way. She didn't want to hear it from you, but unless you have some sort of agreement where you only tell her what she wants to hear and are blindly on her side all the time, no matter how little sense it makes, she's going to have to take the L here. Now, what do you guys think of this situation? Has anyone here been in an open marriage before? Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear them in the comments below. And let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Prego Woman Hater. <laughs> Am I the arsehole for not giving up my bed to a pregnant woman? My grandma is on her last days and wished to see all her grandkids for the last time. So my family came up with a plan to visit her. We're all adults in our 20s and didn't want to deal with the airport chaos, so we decided to drive. Los Angeles, CA to Durango, CO. I may have got that wrong. We rented an eight-seat van since it was six of us in total, including me, female 22, with my two brothers and their wives and my cousin. The day of the trip, we find out that one of my sister-in-laws, Anna, invited her sister, Ruby, to come along since she wanted to get out of the house and because we had an extra space. Everyone was okay with it, but I was a little annoyed since I wanted my cousin with cerebral palsy to ride more comfortably, but it seemed like he was fine with it, so I didn't worry. I drove the first seven hours of the trip. We had already booked two rooms with two queen beds, each in advance. One room was dedicated for my two brothers and their wives, and the other for my cousin and I. When we were heading to check in our rooms, Ruby asked Anna what size bed she would be getting since she moved around a lot because of the baby. Yeah, she mentioned a few hours into the trip that she was pregnant. Anyways, Anna said she would be sleeping with my cousin and I. I was frustrated because she didn't pay for the room. Anna offered her to sleep in my room, not hers, and she never even asked me. Whatever, this lady is pregnant and I was tired and just wanted to sleep. We get into the room and Ruby immediately asked me where I was sleeping. I stayed quiet, but then I laughed because I thought she was joking. I explained to her that we were sharing the bed since my cousin with cerebral palsy needs his own bed. She said Anna told her she would be getting this bed and she needs to have her own because she's pregnant. I told her, no, we're sharing this bed. She quickly became upset and called her sister to come talk to me. Anna, of course, sided with her sister. I was furious at this point. I drove seven hours and I just wanted to sleep. I told her she could sleep with me in the bed I paid for. Eventually, everyone from the other room comes over and there's an entire argument among us with everyone taking sides. 
I was told I was being selfish because Ruby is pregnant. I'm sorry, but I offered her to sleep with me, not to kick me out of my own bed. I will fight everyone before I sleep on a floor or a hotel room I paid for. Eventually, I just lay down on one side of the bed and did not move. They tried to wake me up so I could move, but I wouldn't budge. I just laid there until they left the room. Eventually, Ruby laid down on the other side of the bed and we all woke the next day. There's tension among us, even though we're all back in CA now. Anna, her husband, one of my brothers and Ruby think I'm a selfish person for not giving up my bed to a pregnant woman. On the other hand, my other brother and his wife, as well as my cousin, side with me. Even though I do feel bad, I still offered Ruby a space. Am I the arsehole? No, you're definitely not the arsehole to me in this situation. I feel for anyone that's pregnant and all the stuff that comes with it, don't get me wrong. But it almost felt like Ruby was treating this as a bit of a holiday situation. You know, oh, I'll come with you and I get, a fr- I get given a free bed as well and all this kind of stuff. It's like, no, this person paid for this. It's I, If I was Ruby, I think I'd be really embarrassed in that situation if someone was saying for me that, oh, Mark needs the bed because of such an issue. I'd be like, no, that person's paid for this bed. I'm, I sleep on the floor. I'd be quite happy down there, you know, or wherever. They even offered half of the bed for that person anyway. Absolutely not the arsehole to me. It just feels like a little bit too much entitlement. If they wanted their own room, they should have paid for it. But Dangerfield says, not the arsehole. So Anna last minute invites her pregnant sister, who in no way is contributing to this journey to go with you all on an emotional trip to see someone who has no relationship with. She should have paid for the room if it was such a big deal. Or, you know, not treated it like a holiday, ding, 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 for a sister on the back of things others have done. Luxstrick6000 says, coming from a pregnant lady, not the arsehole, what is her problem? Who goes to visit your sister-in-law's dying grandmother because they want to get out of the house? Like, it's not a vacation lady. And Vertical Perception says, not the arsehole. If someone needed to give up a bed for the pregnant woman, it should have been the person who invited said pregnant woman to go on a road trip uninvited and without having to pay for accommodations. I don't see any of the others who demanded that you give up the bed willingly give up theirs. It's easy to tell other people to sacrifice if you aren't willing to do it yourself. If she wanted a room and a single bed, she could have paid for one like the rest of you did. Obviously, if no plans were made for her to come, she's not going to have first-class accommodations. Being pregnant is never an excuse for entitlement and expecting others to sacrifice for you. And we'll have one more from Philip North who says, not the arsehole, let's go through it all in order. One, this woman with no real connection to your grandmother is invited along on the final visit with your grandmother. That is spectacularly rude. This isn't a trip just for fun. It's the final time people will be seeing their grandmother. Inviting someone along just for the sake of it is appalling. Two, suggesting someone who paid for the room and has spent seven hours driving sleeps on the floor so someone else can have their bed is ridiculously rude. Then consider point one, that Ruby shouldn't have been in there in the first place and it makes it even worse. Three, if you invite someone along on other people's trip, then it's on you to look after their needs. You don't get to bring them along and then tell others they're sleeping on the floor. Four, if you're not willing to give up your bed for a pregnant woman, then you absolutely do not get to criticize anyone else for sharing that view. If Anna or her husband felt so strongly about a pregnant woman, having a bed, either or both of them could have offered theirs. Five, you made a generous and more than fair offer to share the bed. If that wasn't enough, Ruby's lucky you didn't make her sleep on the floor outside your room. Now, how would you feel if you was approached with this situation? How would you act in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Tezman007. Am I the asshole for not including our friend in our planned event when they arrived very late? 
I invited a good friend. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com from work i've known a few years to float the river with my family we live close to a river and we only need to walk about half a block from the get out spot to our house i asked my friend if he wanted to bring his fiance and kids eight year old and a 20 month old over to float the river with us three or four days before the saturday we planned it he texted we were on for saturday thursday morning I made sure we had enough sunblocks, tube, and drinks for all so they could just show up and we could immediately leave. I mentioned that fact multiple times via speech and text. They live 20 to 25 minutes away, and I confirmed with them the evening before we wanted to leave at 9-ish. Now, my definition of 9-ish means 8.45 to 9.15, maybe until 9.30, since it was just a lazy river float. I text them at 8.16 and mentioned they should bring their water shoes. They aren't strictly necessary, but some people prefer them. I'm told at 8.21 that they have realized they don't have enough water shoes and need to stop at Walmart real quick, should be leaving in 10 minutes. Over an hour later, our family is ready, bathing suit, sunscreen, tubes blown up, slash in the SUV. Water hats, sunglasses, we're all just sitting around twiddling our thumbs while waiting. I finally text him asking him where he is at 9.42. No response. At 9.50, I'm tired of us all waiting for them with no end in sight and no communication. I text him basically, we're going, let's try again in a few weeks. I understand that's kind of a dick move, but I'm tired of waiting for them as is the rest of my family and visiting niece. As we're driving out, he comes driving in, so stops and rolls down the windows to talk. My pulse is already racing and it's immediately clear that he's already frustrated. When I asked what happened, their response was literally, we have a baby. Okay, but like, you've had that baby between 18 to 24 months now. I assume you know what it takes to get him out the door and to a destination by a certain time. I ask if they're ready to go. It sounded like he said yes, so I said, okay, let's go, and started to drive to the get-in spot, with him following. I'm not looking forward to floating next to someone I'm in an apparent fight with for one to two hours, but they did finally make it, so I figure we'll go ahead and roll with it. He then proceeds to ask me twice if I'd like to cancel. Honestly, yes, I do want to cancel as I don't see how anyone is likely to have a good experience with a start like this. So I respond, let's do it another time. And he goes all Pikachu face and tells me, nice dude, and that's fucked. 
Had we ever received some kind of response or message, we would have waited. But with zero communication, I'm not going to continue to delay the event I had planned for for myself and for my family. While the other parties shop for water shoes and whatever else they deem necessary because they didn't take the time to be prepared for the day until the last possible moment. Let me have it. Am I the arsehole? And we're going to start right away with Lost Relics on this one saying, you gave him less than 50 minutes notice to bring shoes, which he said he didn't have enough of and you got mad at him for going to get it. Maybe you should have said straight out, don't worry about the shoes or I understand and will wait. Expecting him to text and drive with his family is kind of an arsehole move, man. And not wanting to forgive him and hold the anger is a double arsehole move. And Snark Provider says, you're the arsehole. Nine-ish is not 8.45. Nine-ish means nine or later. It means you're flexible. You text them 30 minutes before the time you invented in your head that they should be there with additional items to bring knowing that they live 20 to 25 minutes away. They then informed you that they had to stop at the store to get those items. Maybe going to the river is the easiest walk in half a block for you, but it's more complicated for them. Having had a baby at 18 to 24 months doesn't just allow them to tumble out of the house and be ready for any water activity. And silly Sarah says, you're the arsehole. You knew they were on their way and you saw them as you were heading out, but still told them to turn around and go home. Even after they went out and bought more water shoes when you text them at the last minute and suggested they bring them. Telling you they'd be stopping to buy water shoes was letting you know they were going to be late. But even then, you never said a specific time. You said nine-ish and then assumed that meant the same thing to them as it does you. If nine-ish to them is anywhere within the hour, they weren't even late, even after making an extra stop. Edit, you could have also texted and asked for an ETA or told them to meet you at the river spot so your kids could play by the water while you waited. And Corpse Feet says, at 8.21, they said they would be leaving in 10 minutes, which having kids, you know means 20 because something will go wrong. That's 8.40. They then need to go to Walmart to get water shoes, park, walk in, find the shoes, get to the register, wait in line, check out and back to the car. That's 20 minutes if the baby doesn't melt down and no one gets distracted by anything shiny. <laughs> 9 a.m., then they need to drive 25 minutes to their house. The absolute earliest you would have seen them was by 9.30. And they got there before 10 which you gave an ish time, added a supply right before, and he texted, you're at the extra stop. If you didn't have kids, I would more understand the irritation, but you have lived this, and if you want to leave promptly at nine, say that, and give them all the info they need, wore the shoes beforehand. They went to some hassle and spent extra money to come socialize with you, and when they arrived, got chastised and bailed on. If I were your coworker, I would never accept another invite from you and this would have a hugely negative effect on how I saw you. I'm pretty sure this guy isn't your friend from work anymore. And we'll have one more from Candid Apple Crisp who says you're the asshole for acting like he ghosted you when he told you the first thing in the morning that he needed to stop at the store for more shoes after you waited until the last minute to tell him to bring some. My definition of nine, did you communicate that to him or did you just expect him to read your mind and or think the same way you do? Your approach was inappropriate for the situation in my opinion. I'd be more understanding if you hadn't heard from him at all that morning, but I don't understand why you didn't factor in an unexpected trip to the store into your wait time. He didn't respond to my text, blah, blah. The guy was probably driving to the store and to your house. Come on, OP. A little bit of tact could have avoided all this unnecessary drama. Yeah, he was late. Not even by that much considering the unexpected trip to the store. But I can't even call him an asshole for that because you should have known he would be since you waited until the last minute to tell him to bring shoes. You're the asshole. 
Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Is OP the arsehole for the way they acted or is the other party the arsehole for being late? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we move on to another story. And this next story is from Big Fat Mess. Am I the arsehole for not taking a customer's order right as we closed, even though they called two minutes before? I work at a pizza place. I started as a driver and worked my way up to manager over the last three years. Normally we're open till 1 a.m. on the weekends. We usually die around 10 or 11. Then the rest of the night is one or two small orders until we're closed. Tonight I get a phone call at 12.58 a.m. from a guy who wants to order a pizza. It's some drunk college kid and he's asking all the people in the background what they want. The first thing out of my mouth is, we close in two minutes. Are you sure you want to order right now? Uh, yeah, lol. So he then tells me what he wants. I input it into the computer, ask for his delivery address and repeat his order back to him to make sure it's correct, albeit a little slowly and deliberately. And wouldn't you know it, but the clock read 1am before I made it to the payment screen. Oh, sorry, sir. Looks like it's 1am. We're closed now. He responds, bro, are you serious? Yes, we're closed. Then he hangs up. I don't do this often. As the franchise owner has said numerous times, we need the business. But fuck, man, I work five to close and don't want to be there cleaning for two fucking extra hours because I have a driver taking food to some hat who wait until the last minute to order. So, am I the arsehole? Now, I can't say you're the arsehole, but... The way you went about it makes you the arsehole in the situation to me. I, would, I wouldn't blame you if you just didn't pick up the phone, you know. Two minutes to, don't pick up the phone. I wouldn't have blamed you for that, you know. But the way you went about it, you picked up the phone, you let him go through the whole order, and then went, ha ha, sorry, <laughs> bye. And that was it. That would make, that does make you the arsehole. You would just blatantly do... You knew what you was doing in that situation and it did make you an asshole. Just don't pick up the phone next time to me. There's a couple of little edits after it where he responds to some of the comments, but we'll com cover some of the comments first. With Sparkly Sloth who says, you're not the asshole for not taking the order, but come on, you're the asshole for how you did it. Don't answer the phone and say, you're not taking orders anymore, whatever. And Forgetful89 says, you're the asshole for taking the order and hanging up. Given that it was two minutes to close, I would have made myself busy elsewhere in the store and been unable to answer the phone. And Stylish Stuntman says, you could have either not picked up the phone or told him you were closed, but you chose to waste time and take his order just to mess with him. It may be just some fun for you, but you're the arsehole. And Webby Van der Crack says, you're the arsehole for the way you handled it. If you didn't want to take the order, you should have said, I'm sorry, we're closing. I don't understand the whole sarcastic slowly and deliberately. Wouldn't you know it, rigmarole. And Eastern Water says, you're the arsehole. Just say, I'm sorry, I can't take your order. We're closing two minutes. Don't mess them about by starting the order slowly and deliberately. Arsehole. And one more from Careless Mango says, you're the arsehole, it's not professional. It was teasing. He could have rung around somewhere else if you said it was too late to take the order. As a manager, you should have been clearer that the order had to be completed before it turned 1am. If you didn't say those words, then you are in the wrong. Or you could have told him, sorry, but we close in two minutes and everyone is leaving and they'll be able to make and deliver the pizza in time. That's perfectly acceptable and it's the right thing for employees. Or your website. Flyers should state a cutoff point and say 12.40 for last orders. And the edit said, thanks for your comments so far, everyone. I'm going back to work tonight with a renewed sense of responsibility. Edit two, hello all. Here I am closing as I write this and we got a call two minutes before we closed again. This time I took it and the driver is on the road right now. So I'm gonna consider this an experiment in karma and call it a day. 
Thanks again for all your comments. Now, what do you guys make of this story? That would have wound me up if I was on the other end of that phone and couldn't get my pizza. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your thoughts on all of today's stories. I would love to hear them as always. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today and getting involved with the channel. You know how much it means to me. And don't forget to let me know what you're up to today. As always, it's another favorite thing of mine. Anyway, I hope to see you guys in the next one. Take care. Much love. Boxes are defeating. Purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing. Life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more. I just want to feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, boy. I can't see straight. I've been running. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.